Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Greetings, welcome inside, and happy Thursday. If you're watching the Syracuse game and rooting for Syracuse, happy Thursday anyway. You're doing what? We're live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. We will not need to mention the uh, Syracuse-Virginia Tech game tonight at all. Steve DeSager can strike it from his updates. We don't need it. I don't didn't think it. it would be in the update. You we only got a minute. We don't need it. So in, in that minute, is this worth covering? No. <laughs> you got to give the score, don't tick, you? Tick, tick, no. You got to give the score. There's other games to talk about. A, I mean, you can go and do stat lines for any uh, viable fantasy player in the Thursday night football game over that. It's a D1 game that's on national television. You kind of have to give the score, but really no. you don't have to. You really, You really don't have to. I, I, really I didn't to. know it existed. Really don't have to until this very moment. Uh, yeah, well, luck, yeah, and, and you know you're the lucky one because uh, I'm the one that watched it, listened to it, and said, uh, "What am I doing listening to this? Why? Why? Why am I torturing myself? Syracuse is net. We're never going to be good at football again. Well, it's just, it is the, your the, team, the time though. is gone. The time has passed by. We're never going to be good at football again. It's never yeah, going to happen. It is your team, and you've now subjected a national audience to three minutes of your angst and derision. We've been on the air for up. about 90 seconds. No, we've been uh, on the air for well, 90 it seconds. it felt like three minutes because okay. we were talking about Syracuse football. Time with you doesn't go very short either, just by, by the way, let you know. Four hours sometimes seems like nine. I'm just going to reserve comment, mm-hmm. and everybody in America is just nodding along with mm-hmm. me no, in my not. silent no, re- no, response not. to that. No, they're not. No, T-shirt no, might no, be nodding not. in the booth opposite no. you right the now. T-shirt is recording his anime podcast. He's not spending any time spending any attention to the show. And he that's why Kitty Joe is a top five character of all time. <laughs> well, I actually, done. you know, T-shirt, I actually do. I am going to have a big time anime question for you at some Ooh. point in the show. That actually gets involved in a big time sport and a player who is involved in anime who is trying to make a comeback, but there's a twist to the story. 
<laughs> I'm hearing yeah, yeah, yeah. This a, a possible podcast for you, mind host. Uh, yeah, especially when you can use the terms fraud. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah bamboozling. Fraudulent. Hoodwinking. Yes, yes. In that, lawsuits. Yes, getting banned. Yes, yes, yeah. There's Banishment. A, there's a big story, Ty, shit, that we, we're going to need. I can't, I'm, this is, you know, nine and a half years in. There's a sports-related story I want your take on. I can't I'm believe I'm excited. saying this. How about that? It's almost like he wandered into Fab Five yeah. Freddy's or whatever that's called. <laughs> Fab that Five. movie. You mean Five Nights at Freddy? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fab Five Freddy is the same. <laughs> Fab Five Freddy was in the Blondie video. He's eating he, cars and eating bars, and now he right. only eats guitars. Get up. My, my man from MTV. I'm a, I know exactly what I'm saying there. I thought it was funny. Uh, what, what do you, Okay, what, what, what do you think the odds are Tyshirt plays Blondie's Rapture? In a few minutes, and the rap part, not just, not no, just the regular part. I, I think you were going part where they, too far. The part there, where buddy. they mentioned Fab Five Freddy. <sighs> too stri- or too we much get, of a stretch. Or we get Jensen Ackles doing the song from the boys that that was a, a big viral hit last year. Oh, that Maybe would be one good. of those two things. Okay, no, no, I don't think so. But uh, yeah. Good try. Uh, yeah, so, tears for fears. Uh, Syracuse uh, closing the gap now. Uh, uh, Virginia Tech thirty-two to three uh, in the third quarter. Oh, good. Meanwhile, well, you avoided the shutout. Anyway. Oh man! Well, no, wait. They're in the end zone now. Wait, they're, oh, Whoa. they're in the end zone. Thirty-two ten. Just another touchdown. Get the ball back. Touchdown. Get the ball back. Oh, touchdown. Get the ball back. Touchdown. Get the ball back. And we're in the lead. <laughs> See, you're Suckers. watching that. I'm watching yeah. Baker Mayfield run for his life, and on my other screen, I've got Damian Lillard in a Bucks uniform, and it doesn't look right. No, we'll, we'll have more on Damian Lillard and James Harden and all the drama going on with getting on a bus and getting on a plane and not being allowed on a plane. But uh, we'll start tonight with Thursday Night Football. Don't forget, we're in the final stretch to get tickets to horse racing's biggest moment of the year. The world's best are headed to Santa Anita for the Breeders' Cup World Championships on November 3rd and 4th. The countdown begins now. Get tickets today at Breeders' Cup. Com. So right now we are sitting early in the third quarter, about nine minutes to go. The Bills are on the board again. They lead a 24-10. Josh Allen has thrown for two touchdowns. He has also run for one. If you're playing James Cook in fantasy, I'm sorry. If you're starting Dalton Kincaid, congratulations. Mm-hmm. The Dalton Kincaid breakout may be here. But uh, I, you know what I did? I was just telling the guys. Career high, eight receptions. Gabe Davis has been so disappointing. Found his way to my bench. Yeah, there you go. Now he's got a career high. Yeah. Jerk. His new name is Gabe Davis on my bench. That's his full name. Gabe, Gabe Davis, Davis on my bench. A man who I've uh, stumped for for multiple mm-hmm. years on many occasions here on Fox Sports Radio. And this is the game he decides to have his breakout. Yeah. Well, and it's, you know what? You might have even started him if it was a Sunday game because you might thought, well, okay. Yeah. But are you really going to say, hey, I'm going to give one of my spots to Gabe Davis on Thursday night? You're not going to do it. You're Coming not off do a it. short week where he was invisible and really more or less has been no I'm telling you man the, the the Thursday test is something that we don't talk about enough when it comes to fantasy is that there's very few players that you can say okay I'm gonna start you on Thursday simply because the the general uh, mental part of fantasy is you don't want to start somebody because you're looking at well I'm still not sure between him and somebody else and if I got to sit there and look at a a low score on my team for the next three days I don't want to do that it's hard I mean only the guys that are just the no doubt about it to the guys you start on Thursday now that's it everybody else is well I'm going to sit I'm going to start Gabe like on the Bills like okay I'm going to start Josh Allen I'm going to start James Cook I'm going to start Stephon Diggs you're going to start Dave Gabe Davis you to start I had to start, I had to start Kincaid because of uh, right. Well, maybe maybe you're starting. Yeah. Well, the tight end maybe. position stinks, so you right. might have uh, picked up Kincaid knowing that Dawson Knox isn't there to steal. Yeah. 
But maybe. But like, like maybe but yeah. if you had no choice, you're starting him. Yeah. And then in the Bucks, it's are you starting Mike Evans? Yeah, yeah. You starting Baker Mayfield? No. You starting any of the running backs? No. You start no. It's really hard starting guys on a Thursday yeah. night is really difficult. It really is. Uh, but with the Bills leading, and and this is going to be another game. And judging if this is how it goes, because the Bills have had the better of the play, and they and they've looked much better in this game. Everybody's going to be back in the Bills bandwagon after this game. They're likely going to be 5-3, and three, and it's going to be, oh, the Bills are still a Super Bowl threat. They're not. The Bills are too inconsistent. We have this image of the Bills because of where they were for the last four years. But we talked about this before the season was begun, and I said, I'm a little nervous that I think the Bills' window is closed because the team hasn't really gotten better, and... Other teams in the AFC have all gotten better. And just because it's Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs, it's this image that, well, they're always going to be really good. Well, you know, the defense is not quite what it was uh, you know, three, four years ago. Yeah. yeah, this is not the same Bills team. This is a Bills team that's not bad, that can make noise and is dangerous, but the Bills aren't, aren't a Super Bowl team. This is not a Super Bowl team. I don't, I don't think this is one of the four best teams in the AFC right now. There's a bunch of teams that would beat the Bills because I've seen it. I've seen them lose to teams that you scratch your head and go, how the hell do you lose to this team? How do you lose to the Jets? How do you lose to the Patriots. How do you lose to these teams that don't have any talent offensively? How how, are you, how do you lose these games? I don't understand. But that's the Bills. And and you know, as Bill Parcells always likes to say, you are what you are. When you're a team that has, has, has struggles with certain teams, you've gotten past the point of well, we had a flat game here or making excuses. You can't make excuses anymore. Everybody's gonna be back on the Bills bandwagon after this game. And I'm just gonna say, yeah, you know, Bill, Bill Bills are a good team. Can they squeak out the division and maybe get into the playoffs? Yeah, they can maybe. Squeak Squeak it out, depending on on how things go the rest of the way for the Dolphins. But are they going to go in as a threat or a team you think, hey, we can win the Super Bowl? No, they're not. They're just not that good enough. James Cook is a, is a good running back. He's not good enough to take the pressure off what the Bills want to do offensively. And the weapons that Josh Allen has around him, they're okay, right? Dalton Kincaid is a rookie. It's tough for rookie tight ends to break through. Maybe he is coming up now, and that would be a great thing for him. But they're not consistent. And and every week I, I can feel like I can see the Bills play a great, unbelievable, dominating game, and I can see them coming out and laying a complete and total egg. And and this is this is just the reality of who who the Buffalo Bills are, even though after tonight, they're going to get all kinds of credit. Yeah, there's a couple of things with it. Uh, first off, when you're running a shotgun on fourth and one, uh, I'm, I'm looking up in the booth going, what the hell are we doing here? With a uh, guy that's as good and athletic at the uh, in short yarded situations as Josh Allen has been, that you're you're going out of the shotgun. So there's one. You mentioned James Cook. We'll see if they get any help. Uh, before the deadline on Tuesday, lots of rumors swirling about uh, different running games and teams where maybe their their sinking chances mean, hey, let's go get our uh, third-day picks and start to gobble those up wherever we can. Uh, one of the hot names out there, obviously tied to Baltimore first, but certainly uh, out there as a potential weapon is Derrick Henry. And then you just have to decide – uh, where he is approaching that cliff. Has he found it? Because we've seen a couple of good games this year. We've seen a couple of, eh, I don't know. Uh, how much of that is just Tennessee stinks? We have to take that into account as well, of course. Uh, and You always have to take into account how much of it is somebody stinks. Now, wait a minute. Before we say this, how much does this team stink? All right, well, once you answer that, then you can answer the big question. Well, but it, but it's absolutely true where the Tennessee Titans are, right? We, we thought uh, in the best-case scenario, at least at the midpoint, 
they'd be fighting around to be with the the Jaguars and at least keeping them honest? No, they're terrible. And now you got Mike Vrabel being mad about people asking questions about who's quarterbacking this week, really getting chappy about it. So you got that going. Uh, But, you know, losing Milano, losing Tredavious White, like those are two huge losses in your back seven, and and those are not going to be easily replaced. You know, there's a lot of defenders on final years of their deals that may be in the offing, but how quickly can you get them up to scheme and get them ready to go? They're always going to have a puncher's chance because of what Allen can do. He can also throw them out of games just as easily. So huge wild card. I I don't rule them out. Uh, because who's running away and hiding? As much as we like Baltimore, their run game still has their issues, right? Lamar's been fantastic, and you're starting to see the receivers uh, come in line a bit, led by Andrews and Flowers. But you know, Cincinnati's still at 500. Are they great? How good's Joe Mixon? I don't know. Uh, and and just go around. Everybody's got their warts. You just don't like the Bills because they're in their division. No, I like Miami more. I like Baltimore more. I like Jacksonville more. I like Kansas City more. I like all these teams more. I like all these teams more because they're more consistent. Look, you you hit it on the head with Josh Allen, right? Because the, the, the biggest thing, and I can compare a lot to what's been going on with Jalen Hurts the last few days, right? Between Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts, these are two incredibly talented quarterbacks, but what's their problem now? They turn the ball over too much. And their season can end just as easily with, hey, we can win a bunch of games, get to the Super Bowl, or, hey, in that wild card game, one touchdown and three picks, and that did it, right? That's kind of where Allen and Jalen Jalen Hurts are is that they're they're taking a little bit too many more chances or the NFL has figured out their tendencies a little bit more, but they turn the football over way too much. Now for Josh Allen, I think it's just him thinking he can do more than he can. For Jalen Hurts, it's still a little bit of him figuring out what I can do and what I can't do, the more responsibility Mm -hmm. I get throwing the football, but that's just how it goes. I mean, when you you play that way, I know how this game the season's going to end for you, right? I know Mahomes is not going to throw three picks in a playoff game. I know he's not going to do that. Right, so that's why that's why the Chiefs are where they are, and that's why they're always going to be the favorite right there. I know that's not going to happen. I well, know Tua is not going to throw three picks in a playoff game. Right, not that he's great, but I know he's not going to turn the ball over that way. I, that's I, just I, how I'm, it is. I, I'm not banking on that. We haven't seen that. We don't know that. We don't know that in a pressure situation. He's that he won't turtle. But he hasn't done it yet. College. Well, but he, he hasn't, hasn't had the opportunity well, yet. I, I watch it, watching the games he plays. He hasn't he got, had those big games turning the ball over. But he still got dominated by Philadelphia. They left oh. them in the dust. Yeah, but it's so, not. But but it's not a game where boy Tua killed us and Tua turning trying to do too much. We lost that game because of that. Where I can see that with Hurts and I can see it with Josh Allen. I can yeah, see it with those the, guys. The two guys I would go to. You go back to Mahomes. The biggest thing is their defense is giving up fewer than fifteen points per game. Like that's the part of like whatever the offense is, and everybody's always been concerned about who the next guy would be next to Kelsey and 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 trying to you know find the the next great. It doesn't matter. Like those guys can rotate through because Mahomes is going to find them. And and now you look at the defense playing the the style they are. Jacksonville, you love what ETN's been doing. Christian Kirk's their number one. They're going to need more from Ridley and. And the way watching Trevor Lawrence through the first few weeks, I I don't know that he's a guy that we don't see uh, with a giant red signal next to his body uh, going up pretty soon, right? One of those pre-games, hey, let's do the uh, wacky doctor's game operation because sometimes he stands in too long to take a hit. 
trying to trying to do a little bit of the heroics, not to the Josh Allen's level, uh, but sometimes close. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of contenders, but you know, I, I can't throw them out because he can throw them into uh, a big win just as soon as he throws them out. Exit out about a fresca. Exit Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Live at the studios. We're in the final stretch to get tickets to horse racing's biggest moment of the year. The world's best are headed to Santa Anita for the Breeders' Cup World Championships on November 3rd and 4th. The countdown begins now. Get tickets today at breederscup.com. Well, coming up next, yes, the marquee game of the night in the NBA. It looked like it was going the Sixers' way. Maybe now not so much, but... Even though the game is fun, what happened before it with James Harden Woo! is like 10 times better than that. That's coming up next right here. Jason, Mike, and Fab Five Freddy right here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Fox Sports Radio, five-second dance party because this TNF game is over. New, 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 new. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. And Thursday Night Football is over. Thankfully, it is over. <laughs> the Bills hold on to beat the Bucks 24 18. 
but not without drama and a Hail Mary that I'm telling you, I can't say I've ever seen a Hail Mary quite like that before. The Buffalo Bills had the football. When last we left you, the Bills had the football facing fourth and one with about 30 seconds left to go. They were just on the Bucks side of midfield. They did the old, let's try to draw the Bucks off sides. They did not. They punted. Baker Mayfield gets the Bucks close to midfield. And then there's four seconds left, time for one last play. And I'm thinking maybe Mayfield can make it to the end zone, but I don't know it's going to be close. But the Bills help out by jumping offside, so a free play. So that puts the ball near midfield. Baker Mayfield runs around for about 10 seconds and then throws it up. The ball falls incomplete, not touched by anyone until it hits the ground. I can't say I've ever seen a Hail Mary that no one touches until after it hits the ground. Insane. But that's what we get from TNF. Joining us now on the hotline to break it all down, nobody better. NFL on Fox insider extraordinaire Jay Glazer. Jay, what's happening, buddy? How are you? That was, that was perfect. <laughs> that was the best Hail Mary I've seen. What? <laughs> nobody touched it, Jay. I know, man. God would not have turned around, but he really like you couldn't ask for anything better than that. And Baker Mayfield throwing that—I mean, that was that was put in perfectly. Like, I'm when have we seen a ball batted down in the end zone on Hail Mary ever? You know, I, I don't know why Jay receivers haven't gotten to the point where I know for the Hail Mary you really want to try to get it, but understand when I'm not going to get this and I'm going to flop, or I'm going to if I'm getting dragged, I'm going to go down and try to get a pass interference call. I don't know how we haven't gotten to that point yet where receivers haven't gotten that heady saying, "Hey, I'm not going to get the ball, but maybe I could draw a flag." I don't know how often. I mean, look, it was. Basically, a bunch of guys under the uh, basket in this right now, pushing and shoving. You're not going to call pass interference on that. Well, although I should never question what officiating. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Godwin got held. Evans cleared a guy out. It was really a uh, uh, free for all. It was like they were in the octagon there, Jay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, 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 I should have held my tongue. Jay, this is where we get close to your idea of all special forces guys being referees, where you can push that again. Exactly right. Hey, look. These guys, right? And, and I don't know why I got such pushback on that. I thought it was a great idea. It's all special operations, special forces guys, to be your officials. They're great under fire. They're great under pressure, right? They could react in a – first of all, they're in better shape than these guys. <laughs> right? So they put themselves in a better position. A lot of them play football, so you get those guys in there also. I think, I think it's a terrific system to use. You know what? Mike Pereira has a charity – where he gets uh, ex-combat uh, veterans and, and trains them to be officials. So I think that needs to be a great feeder system to the league and college. I'll sign up on that. We'll sign that petition as part of the show. We're, we're there. We got you, Jay. It makes perfect sense because officiating, it seems, every week uh, we're looking at – Why did I get so much pushback on that? Why did I get so much pushback on that? I don't get it. I don't know. I thought you were going to be made head of officiating after you said that. I think it was the referees' union. Idea. And every time I've even brought up people in the league, and they all look at me like I'm crazy. I know I'm crazy, but not for that reason. Wow! Like, did like did Ed Hockley threaten you? Like, like you know, I mean, did he come up to you and just you know pose a little uh, bit and say, "Hey, Jay, we got to talk." Now those muscle guys, they can't move. We know that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So hey, so you know, tonight we watched the Bills win, and I don't think anybody is surprised the Bills won. But Jay, this hasn't quite been the Bills' team no. of the last few years. They're very inconsistent, and they're just not the same as they were when they were this big time Super Bowl contender. Yeah, I, I'm not really sure why they're taking a big 
step back like that. I do think they have the weapons. Um, you know, obviously, you know, maybe change a defense coordinator there. I don't. I'm, I think they're trying to figure out what's going on with them. Why they haven't. You know, why why they're taking a step backwards. But look, I, you know, like I said, like I've said on other shows, like this is the part of the season you kind of are still trying to get in your flow, evaluate certain things, and eventually, guys, you know, the, the, these teams end up rising to the top. You know, when they're supposed to. You know, in week. 13, 14, 15. Jay, to that point, the Bills, uh, a team that we, we see connected with anybody, you know, photoshopping wide receivers, running backs. Uh, how active can they be in terms of uh, adding pieces, either there or to their defense? Yeah, I think they are. I mean, the Bills, Bills are going to call around. They're, you know, they called around a lot last year and took some swings on guys. Just, you know, what they're, what they're good at is they'll ask. Just even if a guy they think he's untouchable, they'll still ask. Their, their GM, Brandon Bean, is, is very good in that way, very aggressive. Jay, what do you? I know that at time, you know, you hear stuff and people put out uh, what they want to hear. What kind of trade deadline are we going to have? Are we going to have an active trade deadline? Are we going to have a passive trade deadline? What do you think we're going to get in a few days? Okay, you're going to have an active one, but not for the names you've had, not for the Christian McCaffrey's you had or Von Miller's or Jalen Ramsey's that you saw the last few years. I don't think they're those blockbuster names. I, you know, I could be wrong because, again, like there are certain teams that, you know, they're going to start calling and, Start saying, hey, hey, you know, here's the crazy, the crazier part, and you may um, may come as a surprise, but there are a lot of teams who actually tell other teams, hey, you know what? Let's see what happens in this week's game before we decide what we're going to do. They kind of look at the trade deadline as their okay, like almost this line of demarcation in their season of okay, are we going to kind of cash our chips in, get the draft picks for next year, or do we have something here? And um, it really is like. It, they go into a lot of the GMs going through it this week, thinking, uh, "Okay, let's see what happens in this week's game before we decide on player X, Y, and Z." Which Jay, kind we of had... always back. You know, it, it's it's always kind of, um, surpri- I mean, I don't know if surprise the right word, because um, I'm kind of I've seen it all. I think in this league, right. the fact that you even look at it and go, "Okay, you know, let's just let's let's see what happens this weekend before we decide on on this player." If you want to ship it out of town, and you know. Um, I don't know. It's just you would think that, okay, they have kind of bigger long-range plans. Jay, we had a pretty good laugh earlier this week, Jerry Jones doing his normal radio spot and saying, well, we like our roster. So, I mean, we're not calling, but if someone calls us, it's like, what? What are you doing? Come on. No, no, but so this is the thing, though, because that's the other thing. Like, most of the teams, it's so funny. Again, the art of negotiation, they're like, well, we don't want to call because it's going to look like we're needy and we're going to lose our you know, negotiating power. We're going to wait for teams to call us. And every team does – like, you have to call every other team. You're not doing your job if you don't call every other team. Right. <laughs> hey, what's going on? What's out there? Hey, just in case, you never know. And I'll tell you the greatest great story years and years ago is John Lynch called uh, Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick and said, uh, hey, would you be interested in trading Jimmy Garoppolo? And Bill said, no, absolutely not. This one is a backup. So he said, no, absolutely untouchable. And then Lynch said, okay, so if he's untouchable, would you trade us Brady? <laughs> Belichick said, what'd you ask me? He's like, well, you said Garoppolo's untouchable. Would you trade us Brady? And, and this is paraphrasing, but pretty much Belichick's like, you just ask us if we would trade the greatest quarterback who's ever lived. He's like, we said the other guy was untouchable. <laughs> <And> <laughs> you never know until you call around and ask. 
This is true. You're telling me your backup is untouchable, so I'm going to ask you for the other guy. I, I kind of dig that. Listen, the Rams, you know, you're, a few years ago when they got Von Miller, no one knew he was on the block. You know, they were they decided they wanted to pass rusher. Let's go call and you know and and you know, kind of Von was Von was even you know was blindsided by it also, um, and they had that in the works. Um, for a couple of days before it happened, they were trying for that's these you start with planting the seeds in other GMs this week in their mind. And well, if you guys, you know, we'll come back to you, you know, we're going to call you again Monday, just Tuesday. And you start planting seeds in their minds. And sometimes you can get somebody to start making a move like that. Have you ever, because, you know, all the stories, and, and look, the big HBO special on you guys, all the fun you guys have an NFL on Fox. Did you ever have any kind of trade deadline prank? That you were in on with any other other teams, GMs in years past, where that that's like, oh my goodness, I I know it was something but we just had to do it. It was too funny. Um, uh, yeah, I did it on Eddie George once. Um, but no, this wasn't a trade deadline thing. But Eddie had just retired. Um, it's not about him with the Eagles. I forget. I just remember Eddie was going to kill me. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> him getting picked up by the Eagles after his career after it was over. I forget. Um, trade deadline Frank. It's hard. No, you you don't you don't really want to Frank on the trade deadline is. And, and here's the other thing too. It's like once uh, there was a year that uh, Tony Gonzalez had asked to get out in Kansas City, and the Packers, Mike McCarthy, were in on him, and Andy Reid with the Eagles were in on him, and they both offered Carl Peterson the same type of deal. It was like a, a third round pick and a and a player and come, gone down to the wire and, and like with like 40 minutes left or 30 minutes left, Carl like said, you know, eh, we want a we want a two. And two teams, I mean the Packers and the, and the Eagles were were really like gone down to the wire and, and Tony was wanting to leave to go play on a, a contender. And um, even if they had agreed, they're like, well, there's no time. Like they told us where there's not enough time. Back then, you were like faxing papers over. So there wasn't enough time to actually fax things back and forth and get things done. So it's a frantic – my point is, it's a very, very frantic time of the year. Not really the time to play jokes on my friends. <laughs> uh, so the, just so you know, Jay Glazer, who once did yoga in Thomas Dimitrov's office, telling you there is no way you can play pranks at the trade deadline. Okay, got well, it. Well, that wasn't playing a prank. I just need a place to do yoga. <laughs> He had a spacious office. What sure. do you want, Smith? Sure. No, you're right. You're right. There was. That's right. I you're right. I had a big floor. Sure. Okay. <laughs> it was stretching. It wasn't yoga. Stretching. <laughs> All right, Jay, well, the Unbreakable podcast this week. John Schneider talking about being a GM, yep. the ups and downs, highs and lows. Uh, give us a little uh, snippet of uh, that conversation. I know you guys go back well, a long way. Yeah, but it's all great. Like, you know, you never kind of understand, like, what goes on between the years of a general manager. Like, that's why I want to, like, Look, leaders got to take care of everybody else, but who takes care of the leaders? All right, so the coaches take care of the players and all that. But the GMs, everything goes up on their shoulders and goes to them. And they've got to deal with it, whether it's an issue with the coaching staff, a personal issue with them, or a personal issue with the players. And also, like, how do you – like, he's such a likable, lovable dude. How do you not get close to players and when you got to cut them? And it you know, kind of gets in and out also, just the dynamics – is incredible. And the, the other thing about him and, and his wife, Tracy, it's amazing. They have a um, – the job was up for a, a, another uh, team executive job, GM job, before uh, Seattle. 
And when he was there interviewing, he finds out his son, Ben, is autistic. And leaves the interview, and they're going to offer him the job. And couldn't obviously take the job because he's like, wow, this is, this, um, this is obviously unexpected. And him and Tracy are like, we just got to figure out how to handle this. They're suddenly the parents of an autistic uh, young son. And what they've done with that young man, Ben is now, I think, 20, one, 20, 21, 22. And last year, they found out, he found out they, that Ben is like, has this gift and he has like, they had a canvas in front of him. All of a sudden he does this unbelievable artwork. We did a feature on it last year at Fox Temple Sunday, Pat McAfee show. They did something, they bought it. Like it, you got to see this kid's work. It's called small. The, the website is small ego art. As in, I have a tiny ego, which I don't have, right? So the opposite is <laughs> Jake Lynch. Smallegoart.com or go on Instagram. You guys got to go on and see that he is a genius. And all these years, they had no idea until he was like 19 years old. No idea that he could paint like this. And you would look at these things, and they are beyond art gallery. Like, it's the most – I have – I have in my home, I have the first two paintings he's done – on either side of my TV and fireplace, it's it's so remarkable. But just the journey and what they've done now with with his art is they use that to have a have a business and give back to other families uh, with children with autism. It's just incredible. Small ego art. You got to go. Oh, it's guys, amazing. Go on your phone right there and check out Instagram right now. Small ego art. But you will be blown away by what this young man could do that they had no idea about until a year ago. He's NFL on Fox insider Jay Glazer. For more on this story, check him out. The Unbreakable Podcast with Seahawks GM John Schneider. The link on his webpage as well, on Twitter, at Jay Glazer. The website, smallegoart.com. Going to go click on it now, Jay. As always, buddy, you're the best, man. Keep fighting the good fight. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Appreciate you, Jay. Be good. Great stuff from Jay Glazer. If you like using debit over credit, shouldn't you also get rewarded? Well, now you can with Discover Cashback Debit. It's a checking account that rewards everyone with cash back on everyday purchases with no fees, period. Check out eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit discover bank member FDIC. Well, we'll have more on the NFL trade deadline coming up in a couple minutes, but right now, a guy we once tried to trade, but he refused because he's got a no trade clause in his contract. It's Steve DeSager with What's Trending in the Wide World of Sports. I guarantee you I would have at least turned around for the Hail Mary, unlike Chris Godwin. (laughs) My goodness, it just landed in the end zone. Yeah. Tampa Bay loses at Buffalo. 24-18 Bills. Josh Allen, three total touchdowns, one interception. Allen was 31 of 40 passing, 324 yards. Gabe Davis, nine catches, 87 yards, and a score. He was targeted 12 times. Stephon Diggs of the Bills targeted 12 times. He had nine catches for 70 yards. Levante David, 14 tackles total in the loss. Raiders quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo returned to practice after a back injury. Giants QB Dan 
Daniel Jones was limited in practice again. The Giants play the Jets on Sunday. 49ers quarterback Brock Purdy was limited, still has a concussion, not yet cleared, not practicing at all today, where 49ers wide receiver Debo Samuel and tackle Trent Williams. San Francisco will host Cincinnati. Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson, who's out this week with the bad shoulder, says he wasn't ready to play last Sunday despite starting. Dolphins wide receiver Tyreek Hill had a hip injury, says he will play this weekend. He returned to limited practice today. Miami hosts New England. Dolphins running back Raheem Mostert was limited in practice, as was wide receiver Jalen Waddell and Patriots tight end Hunter Henry. And Steelers wideout Deontay Johnson did not practice due to a hamstring injury. College football Virginia Tech over Syracuse 38-10. The World Series starts tomorrow night on Fox TV, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Texas hosts Arizona. Starting pitcher Zach Gallen for the D-backs against Nathan Evaldi of the Rangers. Former President George W. Bush will throw out the first pitch tomorrow night. He's a former owner of the Rangers. Cattell Marte of Arizona has a 16-game hitting streak going. The postseason record is 17. For Marte, this is the longest streak to start a postseason career. Just two NBA games tonight. First at Milwaukee, the Bucks held on to defeat Philadelphia 118-117. Damian Lillard now with the Bucks had 39 points and no turnovers. In fact, folks, it's Stats Inc. If you can believe this, Damian Lillard did something that literally no other NBA player has ever done in a game since they started tracking turnovers like 45 years ago. All of this the same night in the same game for Lillard. At least 30 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists, no turnovers, and making at least 15 free throws without a miss. All of that... And they won by one. In the late game in L.A., it's 65-59. Suns in the lead over the Lakers. Kevin Durant with 20 points. The game's approaching mid-third quarter. 47% shooting for Phoenix. 47% shooting for the Lakers. Lakers have 15 points from Anthony Davis, 12 from D'Angelo Russell, and 11 from LeBron James. The Lakers bench has only 12 points total among five guys. In the NHL, Anaheim won in overtime at Boston, which was 6-0. Ducks got two goals the last two minutes of regulation. Carolina won in overtime against Seattle. Montreal won in overtime against Columbus. And the Rangers lead in the third 3-0 at Edmonton. Back to you. Thanks a bunch, Steve-O. If you like using debit over credit, shouldn't you also get rewarded? Well, now you can with Discover Cashback Debit. It's a checking account that rewards everyone with cash back on everyday purchases with no fees, period. Check out eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank member, FDIC. Well, coming up next, speaking of the trade deadline, one-star running back has already said, yeah, I'm talking to my team about a trade. <laughs> It's next right here, Jason and Mike Fox. Better than Tears for Fears. Better than Tears for Fears. There's no way. Yes, 100%. They have one song. No, they do, The Pet Shop Boys? Come on, this man. This is it. They do not. I literally F6 their name. This is all that came up. Whoa, whoa. You can't say that. You got. You can't say that. Why? You can't say what you just said about that song. I looked it up. You can't say that. It's not good. No, you can't. What about East End Girls? <laughs> That's the sequel. Oh, they never yeah. wrote it. It's yeah, still yeah. there. It's still waiting. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This league uncut. The new NBA podcast with me. 
Chris Haynes, and me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Live from the Tyrac.com studios. Lakers hold off the Suns. Lakers are back. We have two big NBA stories coming up in about 10 minutes. We'll talk about the Lakers win over the Suns tonight, plus the craziness that surrounded James Harden and the Sixers game tonight against the new look Bucks and Damian Lillard. But tomorrow night, game one of the World Series. Who's going to be sipping champagne coming up in a week? Mike and I are on opposite sides of this. Yeah. Why don't you tell me who you think is going to win, and I'll tell you why you're wrong. Go ahead. Oh, well, <laughs> thanks, buddy. Uh, I'm going to take the Texas Rangers. I'm going to say they starting pitching to start the series. You can hold, hold stand pat and take care of business. Look, when we look at this Ranger squad, 90 wins, Bochi obviously uh, having great success on the road, looking for more of that magic uh, as it flows. Uh, but – I'm also looking for, you know, Montgomery uh, to come up big, Ivaldi to come up big. Bullpen has had his moments. The one thing I, I worry is that generating runs, 
maybe a little over-reliance on, on the big fly when it comes to Garcia, but uh, I'm going to put the, the chips towards the center and that Corey Seager is going to be the name we're talking about when this ends, just Ooh. like we did here in Los Angeles for several years. You are putting a dagger in the hearts of Dodger fans. Corey Seager, your World Series MVP. The Diamondbacks are going to win the World Series. Tell me why. There is all, ain't nothing but a snake win. Tell me why. First of all, I'll go, I'll go this. Snake bite right there. I mean, it was the same syllables. Who was supposed to win the first round of the playoffs? Not the Diamondbacks. Who won? Diamondbacks. Who was supposed to win the second round? Yeah. Not the Diamondbacks. Who won? Diamondbacks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who was supposed to win sure. the NLCS? Oh, yeah. Not the Diamondbacks. That's all you ever talked about. Who won? The Diamondbacks. Uh, Going into the World Series, we talked about this last night. You know me. I'm a big good pitching beats good hitting guy, sure. especially at this point in the playoffs. And while look at what what Evaldi is doing suddenly become this great clutch postseason hey. pitcher, it's insane. However, I like the teams that are peaking at the right time, and the Diamondbacks pitching is what I like the most. And Gallon and Kelly, look, Kelly was so chap-ass coming out of that game. Five innings, you're taking me out, I just struck out the side. Even Fott is pitching fantastic. This is a guy that ERA during the season was five and a half, and now suddenly he's someone that's shutting everybody down. You're talking about these guys pitching five of the seven games, especially you're going to get Gallon in game one, likely Kelly in game two. I like the Diamondbacks pitching. I like it way more than the Rangers pitching. They're going to wind up doing enough because, look, you look at this lineup, Diamondbacks lineup, it's not great. There's a lot of pressure at the top of the lineup to come through. They're going to come through, and Kettle Marte is going to be your World Series MVP. Corbin Carroll's going to get a lot of run, and he should. A rookie, look at what he's doing. Three hits in game seven, two RBI. He scored a run. He's incredible. But the Rangers are going to stay away from him. And as a result, Marte is going to be on base a lot. He's going to hit for high average. He's going to score a ton of runs. That's why I got him as the World Series MVP. How about this? You've got a uh, Taco Fractor card that was put into uh, Tops this year. Like, literally, it's floating tacos behind the players. Okay. They're numbered to five. Nice. Um, All right. Yeah. Is so Adam Gase one get, of them with floating tacos? Well, but Adam if you, Gase get, card? you get the stolen base, you get tacos. Okay. All right. There's uh, first stolen base in the World Series gets you uh, tacos for life. Okay. So there you go. All right. Uh, so people are now uh, paying exorbitant amounts for the uh, Corbin Carroll given his stolen base proficiency during the regular season. Yeah, but so. I mean, but at this point, look, people don't care who steals the base just as long as we get a no, stolen base. No, 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 no. But you care. have to have the card of the player. Oh, you have to have the card. Yeah, yeah. So it's numbered out of five. It's the card. Like, oh. they'll have the promotion for every schlub right. while you buy your 10-pack. Hey, get one. No, no, no. This is a card that will entitle you to tacos for. Oh. Oh, I didn't know you had to have the card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So the Corbin okay. Carroll will be numbered to five. The Marte Woo! will be numbered to five. Whatever. So a little promotion, a little bit of intrigue, and certainly the something the card industry, even though the cards are uh, odd-looking, it's a pretty good prize on the back end if you can pull it off. Exit out by Fresca. Exit Swollen Dome. Mike and I on opposite sides of the World Series. There's our pick beginning tomorrow night. Well, coming up next again, two big stories in the NBA. The Lakers survived the Suns, and did Kevin Durant make a business decision at the end of this game? Plus, what happened with James Harden? you got to hear it to believe it. Fox.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.